0: Dadpod? This is a
1: video
0: the thing, thing as well. Have a name. Podcast? Midlife Crisis.
1: Howdy Daddy. Mm. Midlife Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Dadcast? That's not bad actually, yeah. Well.
0: Well, well, well. Who have we got? Is Nathan there? How are you? I'm very well. Is Adrian there? I am indeed. Is Dave McIntyre there?
1: Gentlemen, good afternoon. Wow, wow. (laughs) Dave's in Stuttgart in 1988.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's phoning from the moon. How are we? Yeah, okay, you've got a great picture, Dave. You're you're looking kind of moody. And you've got the the salt and pepper beard trimmed tight. Right. It's a brilliant picture. I don't know who took it. It wasn't
2: us. Well, that look has since departed. Uh, how are you getting on, Dave?
0: We haven't had you on the show in a long time.
2: Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's, it's tough. I'm literally, as we speak, making dinner and dishing out food and um, okay. while I've had absolutely no work to do by a couple of tiny bits and pieces, I can't say that I'm bored because there is just absolutely no let-up. From the second you wake up in the morning to the second you put them down at night, there is no let-up. What kind of a teacher are you, Dave? Uh, Kind that doesn't teach <laughs> we uh we did a little bit yesterday, and we're gonna do a bit this afternoon, but mine are still very young, mine are three and five, so it's really only the the five year old that kind of just needs to keep up a little bit, but we we haven't been overly strict on it now, in fairness, I think um they're getting used to the new reality as well, so um. It's uh, we're just feeling our way through it. It's uh, as tough as the last week has been. It's hard to believe that we're seven or eight days into it. Like overall, it has kind of gone reasonably quickly. And, and the lads have got used to the situation without there being school and routine. And for the five-year-old, it's the most difficult because he really gets the fact that he can't see his friends. That he can't run up to his grandparents. That he can't just go out onto the street. It's toughest on him. the three-year-old is happy as Larry. Not a bother on him.
0: Yeah, doesn't know any different. Um, Nathan, your wife is a teacher, so I, are, are you doing any of the teaching? <laughs>
3: uh, not really. I'm overseeing matters from oh. time to time. <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you want to revisit that word there, just in case she, she listens to it? She's gonna have a bit of extra time on her hands. She might start listening to this. She,
3: she, she's literally in the next room, so I uh, very will very much be watching what I'm saying. Uh, for once, I You're think the actually at the start of this, we should say generally, I think when we're doing a, a dad cast, we acknowledge that there may be children in the car and we watch our language and watch what we're saying. I think we should say at the start of this, do not have your children listening to this podcast.
0: Why? What's going to happen? I just.
3: Well, we're going to be talking about what's going on and I don't think you want probably children to be hearing a lot of a lot of that.
0: Uh, I don't know what's going on in your life, Nathan. But there's not very much going on in mine. I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what bits do you not want them to hear? I, you mean the, no, like, no, it,
3: like the, how the you, seriousness of the situation is more what I'm talking about? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, the yeah, the, the homeschooling is because we've kids at different stages. Like the, the schooling side of it is just like, our eldest lad's in second class, so he has a full chunk of work to do that would probably take him three hours Yeah. if he's at school and he doesn't have the best of concentration at the best of times, whereas now he's at the kitchen table. It's like the television is over there. There's somebody making food over there. His other brother is running around there and there's an 18-month-old year just pulling out of him. So it's kind of difficult to get any work actually done, uh, but they're trying their best. I think the one thing, and we're only three days into the sort of schooling side of it is, you kind of got to give yourself a break. You could drive yourself demented and from following what's been going on in all the WhatsApp groups, like everybody's in a different position. Some people have two parents working from home. Some people have parents who are doctors or nurses who are gone for long periods and you know they're trying to squeeze in a bit of schoolwork for an hour in the evening. Yeah. Other people have all day to sort of try and plow their way through it. So there's no really right answer. Like we don't know where we're going to be at the end of this. So I think it's just sort of try and keep things ticking along. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that um, they should just decide and make the announcement that so the the british government obviously very slow to do anything and then so all of a sudden wheeled into action and we're like okay school's finished no exams this year like yesterday they cancelled the orals for the irish kids you're thinking like just tell them that there's not going to be a leaving cert this year and let everybody calm down for a little while so they're not putting themselves under pressure to study and feeling like they're somehow behind their peers like let's everybody just calm down let let a little what anything you can do to let any air out of the tension that is out there at the moment is the, is the right thing to do. Adrian, how's, uh, how's life with you? You've, um, you were on air this morning.
1: Mm. Um, I was sitting uh, at that, that exact same time, the, uh, exactly the week previous, saying to Owen Shea, and Jesus, like, on air. God, I wonder what your housemates think about you sort of sitting in your bedroom broadcasting, and then, uh, alas, there we are, a week on, and uh, the kids are outside the door when I'm in, having a chat with Ron in the garret. It was a bit weird. Um, but it went fine. Yeah, I can't believe, like, the, we're in the context of the world about to end. We're talking about homeschooling as the first topic, by the way.
0: I mean, I, I did ask our WhatsApp group for uh, what's on the agenda. I and mean, there was tumbleweeds.
1: So. <laughs> we were too busy. We were too busy. Planning. There was tumbleweeds. so. <laughs>
0: um, well, lead, I, I lead, I, lead us I, off I, there, I Adrian, then. Go on. No, I... I, I... How's the snoring?
1: Oh, listen, <laughs> you, you know that never happened, Jerry. Now, now even more so. Um, do you know that i I kick things off with with this one i think do you know the way things happen right and people go through trauma at various points of their life and it can be it's generally nothing to do with you right it's generally some peripheral stuff that sometimes you can get a little bit upset about like dave watching that movie that always kicks him off every time uh it's generally stuff that you can sort of park right and be not all that sort of worried about and people will say things like or it's like it." That uh, uh, tragedy, uh, as awful as it can be, in another part of the world, or not your part of the world anyway, um, and people will say things like the clichéd stuff, like, "Well, you know, you hug your children a little bit tighter tonight." And go, "Yeah, absolutely, that makes total sense." And really, by and large, it means absolutely nothing to you. Nothing to you, and you never really do. I've definitely found over the last week that. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely hugging the kids a bit tighter, and they're like, "Dad, leave me alone." Yeah, that's right. What are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong? Where have you been? Where have I, you they're, been? They're, they're three in one, and they don't understand anything about it other than dads about to bring it tears every other half hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, not quite that bad, but certainly there have been times where um, I uh, was definitely on on the brink of times and, and even beyond. But um, it's. But I've, I've found it, I think I said this to you, mostly individually separately. I found last weekend which was the weekend uh, for whenever people are listening to this was the weekend that this all kind of really rammed home that this was actually happening and it was coming and it was going to leave an absolute shitstorm yeah, in its wake so I found the weekend particularly tough.
0: We are recording on a Friday, it was last Friday, it was the first day everybody was home from school, the schools were shut uh, last Thursday evening at 6 o'clock so that we're literally only a week into this and one of the days in the middle of that was St Patrick's Day so... Um, Next week, I think, is when the reality sinks in that this is the new normal, and the new normal for a uh, very long time. Like, it's not just two weeks. It's not, it's, you know, that whole end of March thing that I, that was just uh, softening the blow. I think it's like, oh, it'll be grounded be two weeks. Uh, you know, we're we're looking at um, who knows, who knows how long this is uh, going to be the new normal for, and all all sorts of weird things are going to happen. So, well, what was the what was the anxiety, Adrian? Dave, is that your phone making that noise? <laughs> Yeah, do you wanna hang up and we'll uh, we'll get you back? Yeah, uh, uh, he seems to be on some kind of cordless thing. With Sorry days. lads,
1: let's just come back in there.
0: Yeah, what, what was the most, what was last weekend you found it very hard? What was the anxiety that was um, kicking it off of you?
1: I really understood anxiety last weekend, I have to say in a way that I never had any appreciation for previously. Um, I don't know if, if everybody else felt this, but just a sense of doom. Something is gonna change in your life and I don't really feel very much differently about that now. Um, other than I, I'm in a bit of a routine of doing things and um, you're, the kids are in a bit of a routine. My my wife are getting to... Um, we're both um, working full-time from home, obviously, and um, managing the kids and everything else that goes with that. Um, and like Nathan made the point during the week, it's not wartime. We've been asked to stay at home with our kids and you get on with it and it's absolutely fine in that context. But it's hard to avoid the fact that something or somebody, somewhere in your life, you're not, you're, it, this situation is going to change. You know, you potentially lose somebody, you have obviously I have parents in the mid-80s, you're thinking about yourself, you're thinking about your kids, you're thinking about the impact on them. Like even micro stuff, like if my kids are three months, they don't really understand what's going on, but the routine of the three-year-old going to Montessori, who you can hear probably wailing in the background now, um, and his mates and the routine of that, like you're grieving a little bit for that too because when does that come back? So yeah, probably 100 Little things and some big things all mashed into one, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think
0: everybody admitting that they're feeling that way is the first step to everybody actually going, yeah, I I, I think everybody feels that, like, is the first thing. And I think um, having those conversations with your friends and with your family and saying... Yeah, it does look pretty bad, doesn't it? What are we going to do? Because mm. uh, everybody's going to lose it at some stage or another. That's the whole point. And it's just trying to make sure that the person you're speaking to isn't also losing it at that same <laughs> moment. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you, can I just lose it with you now for a few minutes here? Yeah, fine. That'll, like,
3: I, I, I think that's the key to all of this, that everybody hits the certain elements at a different stage. Yeah. I think I was very much an early adopter to this because... On Wednesday week ago, which I think was the night of the Liverpool-Atletico Madrid match, I was literally watching it going, like, what is the point? What is the point? Like, this Champions League is never going to be finished. <laughs>
0: if they so won, it would have been different point? though, right? If well, they won.
3: Like, the... I was thinking, I was like, this is an appropriately brilliant game of football for football to just finish with for the next year. And I was in, very similar to Adrian, that huge anxiety and stress for sort of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And my wife wasn't. And I was kind of going, oof. Like, I need to man up a little bit here and not be the one bringing things down. You know, this is going to be a stressful period for everybody. I can't be the one who's, oh, the world is about to end. Whereas, actually, I think sort of three days later, she went through the exact same thing. And then, like Adrian said, you go to the different level of, like, I have a eight-year-old and a six-year-old who may not see their friends for the next four months and yeah. uh, you know how aware of all of this is the eight-year-old the six-year-old his entire life is built around his three or four best mates literally every minute of every day is spent playing with them and now you're like you're not going to see them and he has no way of communicating is a difficult thing in that so yesterday facetime one of them and because he's six he like
0: nothing oh, to say what,
3: what yeah. do i say they <laughs> <Well, laughs> like write a list of questions for next time
0: yeah yeah, and um, yeah, I think your mic is just hitting off your beard there, Nathan. Um, Dave, what about you? What 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 are your anxiety levels like?
2: Um, <clears throat> generally, they've been fine. I was definitely consuming too much media over the first two or three days, and my head was uh, melted a little with that. So I've rolled back from that in a big way. I'll check the news headlines in the morning, and I might listen to a bit of news talk through the through the mid morning. But once I get past lunchtime, I'm locked off for the day. I'm not even watching. The news in the evening. I'm not watching prime time. I'm not watching any of that stuff. Um I'm being interrupted here at the moment, but then again, we knew this particular die was going to involve plenty of that. So just leave me off for 90 seconds, gentlemen.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying well, so you'll be grandmother. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come back. We need this, we need
3: this live shit
1: show. Yes. What's let's see what Dave McIntyre actually parents. Uh well yeah, but you
2: might recall the last time my children. Featured in this pod, we were in the middle of potty training, one of them. Uh, yes. I'm and um, we did, We had a live shot, of not only of my fridge that day, but of uh, literally a dumping taken. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> happier, happier times. Yes. <laughs> you, you forget <laughs> about all the great broadcasting that we've
0: done in our careers.
2: In, in fairness to him, it's tough. That's the, my three-year-old was just coming in there. Like He knows his mom is in the attic working. And he just, he, he doesn't know why he can't just wander up and down the stairs and interrupt her whenever he wants. That, that's tough enough on him, to be fair, too. But it turns of my own anxiety, like, it, I found it very difficult to accept that I probably wouldn't work for four or five months, which really, I haven't done a game since the Scotland France game, the Six Nations. And I'm looking at the sporting calendar and I'm thinking, you know, you, you probably won't work until potentially September. So it took me a couple of days to get my head around that. And then it took me a couple of days to get my head around the fact that I'm pretty much going to be a full-time dad for the next several months. It's um, it's That's a huge thing. Even little micro things like, well, what are we going to feed them? We have a discussion every morning. Well, what will we give them for their dinner? Because ordinarily, outside of school holidays, they get fed their dinner four days a week by the childminder or at creche. Suddenly I have to figure out is I need to put a main meal on the table seven days a week. That is not something we have ever had to deal with. I would trying to out. get enough fresh air, trying to limit their screen time, although the shackles have been well and truly taken off in that <laughs> regard. as Nathan said, you have to give yourself a break. Like you can't be worrying about the fact that they're watching too much TV or too many movies or playing too many games because you have to get from one end of the day to the next. Everyone cooped up and sitting on top of each other. Um. So that those two things have been the hardest part for me. Overall, in terms of fearing the worst, I'm just trying to take our family's responsibilities as seriously as we possibly can. Social distancing is very much to the forefront. Every time we're out, we're never within three, four, five metres of anybody else. Um, we haven't seen the grandparents until actually today where we went to the park for two hours this morning. And although they are three and five, they are getting the idea they can't go up to their nana and granddad. So they have been um staying three to five meters away from them at all times and no hugs and none of that kind of thing.
0: yeah um, so you you've actually seen you've seen your grandparents from a distance. That's not bad,
2: yeah, we met my parents today in Phoenix Park for we've spent two hours with them, and it was great. and right. it proved to us and to them, I think that You can't see your grandchildren if it's done in the right way and it's done in a conscientious way. So, we were on a football pitch kicking the ball around for two hours and they were nowhere near the lads for any of it. And yeah, we could still chat and we could still laugh and we could still play. And it was like old times, apart from the the more intimate stuff where you think, you know, the lads jumping into their arms or holding their hand as they were walking around playing hide and seek. That just, as soon as you get your head around that part of it, you can spend time with. With your grandparents, the children can. I even saw a couple of pictures online of a guy on his phone to his dad who was the other side of the window. And, you know, all that stuff is so important. Yes, their safety and the people who are potentially the most vulnerable to succumbing to this it has to be taken so seriously. But there isn't an absolute cast-iron need for them to be isolated 100% from the people that they love. It's possible to do it in a 100% way, 100% safe way. People need to get that while at the same time making sure that they are doing their bit for their family and for their friends and for the country. Yeah, the uh, the
0: cocooning is going to come and at that point maybe they'll probably put an end to that kind of stuff. I, I, it's hard to know exactly what, what is next, but um, certainly there is the bang of uh, this is going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. Um, that, that sense is that like it's next week and the week after are going to be the, the really bad weeks and then you know, fingers crossed we begin to see some amelioration in the entire situation after that. So what what is everybody doing? When you were talking about um, FaceTime and mates, there was a, our five-year-old had a Zoom session with her class this morning, and it was wild. It was like uh, <laughs> 40 minutes, but eventually, um, somebody had the good sense to go, right, I'm, I'm just gonna take over here. If everybody could mute their phones, and then we'll just call on one to say hello, and like, uh, that was the first one. We'll obviously, hopefully, do one next week at the same time, and then it just becomes, once a week, they get to see each other, and they kinda, a lot of them had been a bit more creative and busy than we had in our house. Some, <laughs> some of them had been doing stuff and learning songs, and I was like, "Oh, right, okay, uh, we could do a bit of that." Uh, but that was at least there was like a morale boost from from that perspective for the kids, because the like, socialization of the kids, like um, they're all going to have to learn how to speak to each other again at some point.
3: Yeah, that that's going to be a really difficult thing, and like, I think again, like it's giving yourself a break when it comes to what other people are doing because. Like your situation in your house is very different to what some people have. Some people luckily do have a lot of time. Well, maybe unluckily, maybe they've been let go for them jobs and there's two of them at home with unfortunately no work to do and can plow all their time into making sure the kids are doing everything right and spending lots of time, whereas other people can't. But yeah, that that sort of interaction is going to be very difficult. Like we, we've been sort of using Zoom a lot uh, for sort of family conferences and things like that. We haven't actually gone out to, well, we won't go down to my parents, who I think... Uh, will manage to occupy themselves, but um, to my wife's mother-in-law, we were sort of thinking: Do we do that sort of drive-by? Hello? Does that do <laughs> was more? Was that them?
1: No, I think it was. No, <laughs> was. Does that man. do
3: more harm than good? Like the the sadness that develops after that, that they can't do what they want to do, and I like I don't know. There's no there's no real right answer. But, but tonight we're doing a we're doing a Zoom quiz with some of our mates,
0: right? Grown-ups and the drinking. Grown-ups, yeah, right. drinking.
3: Half That's nine. Good uh, the the three losing teams have to drop a bottle of wine over to the winning team's house.
0: All right. So there's there's uh, uh
1: danger money involved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. Is the money. Yeah, I
3: think it's more. Yeah. You should, the loser should have stuff dropped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. I did tell you. I told. Well, I I think I've told the story of getting my wife to um get the um wipes to <laughs> the bottle of red wine that I brought home last week.
0: No, one. on, what was So I'd, go,
3: I'd, I'd gone to the shop, so I'm uh, very much shopping local now. So go to the butchers where everybody is actually properly socially distancing themselves. And there's a big long queue and there's a couple of meters between everybody and they let one person at a time. And then I went into the shop next door. A 20 year old, I'm gonna say he's 20. No gloves on, no nothing, just takes a bottle of wine from me. Right, what are you doing? Scans it, I'm like bloody hell. So obviously I have my gloves on because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> So I come back and I'm weighing up all the various, like how insane have we got, or maybe not insane. <laughs> so I, uh, I just said to my wife, I held a bottle of wine, she got the wipes, gave the bottle of wine and go clean so we could relax for the evening properly. Yeah. Can we, can we have a good 10 minute rant about teenagers and millennials at some stage? Go, go for it there, go for it there. Oh my God. I mean,
0: is, can, I just, can I just say spring break looks fucking awesome. It looks <laughs> fucking awesome. I would love to have been smart enough to have discovered this when I was at, at the right age to go and have the crack in Miami or wherever it was. I'm very, 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 very jealous. Oh. That, that's my overriding. It's like, look, people are people are doing what they're allowed to do, you know? Like everybody always does what they're allowed to do. We We mm. all push... The boundaries of what we're allowed to do to the very edge and go am i gonna get away with this or not so that's human nature and not understanding that is actually on the people whose job it is to set policy no
3: yeah absolutely and like that's why we're probably going to be heading to some sort of a, a lockdown situation over the the coming weeks and listen i'm not a parent of teenagers and i would imagine it's an absolute nightmare to be a parent of a teenager right now and trying to stop them doing anything and the boredom threshold but I think parents of younger kids seem to generally be very, very responsible. So, like, we go down to the park and have a game of football. And obviously, all the playgrounds are closed. But then you're looking into the playground and it's full of teenagers. And, like, and kids are like, why can't I go in there? It's like, well, because it's closed because you're not like it near anyone. Well, they're jumping all over each other.
2: Like, oh my God.
3: God damn them. Yeah.
0: Assholes. They're assholes. Yes.
2: Um, yeah. I, I think people in their late teens, 20s, like, their parents have an, an impossible job, an absolutely impossible job. I'm not ever going to judge the parents of a 16 or 17-year-old who's knocking around with his mates because how do you keep them cooped up inside? It's It must be so difficult. I feel blessed. But my kids are three and five, and they still do what I tell them get to them, do, get or them. I can just I'm lock sorry. the
0: door. Pay for a subscription to Pornhub, and it was free in Italy for a month. And just say, look, it's grand. Just you know, uh, keep the sound down. We don't need to hear when it's going well or or how well it's going. You'll be grand. Just stay in that room and don't leave it for the next month, right? I know you've got plenty of practice. This is this is your time to shine, baby. This is the whole this is the whole reason that you've learned those skills over the last. Dave,
2: Dave, Dave is like, Pornhub is free for a
0: month? <laughs> Only, in Italy. Only in Italy. Well, He's I'm like, just wondering why why that wasn't <laughs> one of the
2: first messages that Simon Harris was delivering on primetime the other night. Yeah. <laughs> should, should have been top of the agenda. But people in their 20s, I've seen like in the parks when we brought the kid lads out, four or five of them knocking around almost on top of each other. And it's incredibly annoying because we're all making sacrifices and it is a national effort and um, I can understand why the Taoiseach, Simon Harris, their, their cabinet and their advisors have drip-fed the measures into society that they've, the way that they've gone over the last couple of weeks. But I, I also think they've given a, a certain proportion of the Irish population too much credit. And there will always be a significant minority of any group of people that are either too stupid or too ignorant to do what's right. And unfortunately the authorities probably need to add the rules to their rule book according to those people and not to those that are willing to do what's required. And that's going to affect the rest of us in a way that maybe wouldn't have otherwise been necessary. But I think, as Nathan says, ultimately that's probably the road they're going to have to go down.
0: Yeah, look, and maybe the whole point about this is the sequencing where you are demanding for lockdown, and that's exactly what's supposed to happen here is that If you go straight to lockdown, everybody goes, this is a massive overreaction, blah, 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 blah. Now the whole country is calling for it, and so the morale is better because, like, these are fairly complicated situations that you're dealing with where um, public sentiment is very important. Like, if you can get everybody behind hand washing, if you can get everybody behind flatten the curve, if you can get everybody behind lockdown, it's much better than going straight to lockdown. Now, having said that, we can all see the scenes from Italy, the the trucks yesterday with the... um, with the bodies in them heading to the uh, incinerators you're like holy shit like uh, as somebody pointed out it's a, a plane crash every single day in Italy at the moment with no yeah. survivors and uh, boeing 737 going down again and again and again and again and you're like okay w- i think we we should all be able to see that without being having to be slowly nudged into uh, the the situation we're being nudged into
2: Well, there was a video of about five minutes in duration. I'm sure you've all seen it on Sky News over the last 12 to 24 hours of an ICU in an Italian hospital. Anyone who's struggling to keep their teenagers or 20-somethings at home, they need to show those children this video because it was so stark and it couldn't have painted in any starker terms exactly what could befall this country if we don't wise up. But I'm heartened as well by the the very obvious social distancing that you see for the most part. Like, who would have thought as a nation there would have been outrage that the pubs were open last weekend? That showed how quickly we've taken steps that it was trending on Twitter for so long. Get the pubs closed, this is ridiculous. I never thought I'd see in Ireland where that was the case and certainly not a secular Ireland that wasn't under the thumb of the Catholic Church.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was... um yeah, look, you've got to be careful with the outrage as well, because it kind of, you, you build it up and then it goes somewhere else. It's kind of, it is just everybody's so anxious all the time that they're dying to be angry about stuff. And the smallest thing is like, ah, you're, you're a killer. It's like, well, that's all counting down a bit here. Um, so what are you actually doing with your kids all day? <laughs> uh, so give some advice out here to people. Adrian,
1: uh, we, we, we're, I'm trying to avoid them mostly. But that aside, um, uh, no, actually, I've had some um, good chats. Definitely had some lovely moments with them over the last week, huh? Good chats, but good, good chats. Yeah. Go on, go on, keep going. <laughs> uh, lovely moments with them. So, like, yeah, bits of walks, sort of took into the back garden at some point a little bit earlier in the week. I hadn't touched in a year. It was like an absolute jungle out there. Um, and I see my wife and two kids now in the back garden with the um, blanket spread out and everybody's just having a nice time. But um, so, yeah, it's been bits of things like that. We've been doing uh, morning Zumba. I don't know if anybody's come across that, but definitely recommend that. That's like just punch into YouTube, kids Zumba. And you get some tracks of um, uh, some Zumba expert and a lot of kids uh, doing that. So it's like just a lot of tunes, a bit of exercise in the morning. Yeah. Um, our three-year-old was doing Stretch and Grow. I don't know if this is a thing that exists anywhere else outside of here. I presume it does, uh, which is like a post-school uh, half-hour one of the days where they would do a lot of exercises. And they've been sending on some stuff, which has been hugely helpful. must actually get on to them and see if there's any more um, where that came from. Um, one thing we did at probably middle of the week was to draft up a schedule. So it wasn't a sort of list of activities necessarily, rather like they'll roughly get up at this time, they'll have breakfast at this time, then activity one there go for a walk at this time, like snack, lunch, activity too, that sort of stuff. I actually found that huge. I don't know if it's more about me um, than them, but I definitely found that hugely helpful because um, I can even see with the three-year-old, he has no idea what's going on, obviously, but uh, he knows he can't see his mates and all that stuff. Um, But there are definitely little bits of behavioural things that might not have happened before. Actually, do you know what? Maybe they were happening, just that I wasn't around to see them. But uh, on some level, I'd say it's permeating that mum and dad are around all the time, uh, we had a childminder who obviously we can't have in at the minute. Um, and then obviously the routine is just totally out the window. So it'd be quite natural, I think, that any kid of any age um, would, underst- would understand that. And then the one-year-old on the other hand is like, this is unbelievable. Mum and dad are around all the time. I can do what the fuck I want. This is amazing. And she's having a whale of it. Um, so it's been good, yeah. But I definitely, you were chatting a bit earlier on there about... Um, and pieces of advice like robbing stuff from other people that they found successful i don't know if we should like do a page on the website or something like that but i've definitely been whatever little bits i can get that i can steal that buy me 20 minutes i am open to it hmm
0: um ours have discovered the ability to make weetabix in the morning i'm telling you <laughs> i'm telling you this is a special moment in a man's life <laughs> yeah anyway, yeah you're like hang on a second I'm, I kind of fell asleep there, my wife is also still in bed beside me, there's been silence from downstairs for like 20 minutes, something something horrible has happened, and you're expecting to go down, and like they've are you know, they killed each other literally, there's blood all over the walls, but no, and it turns out they're just eating Weedabix, dry Weedabix in fairness, no, it's not, not very exciting, but it's like a quantum leap forward, and you show them how the milk works, and it's like, you can do this too if you want, I don't really approve Weedabix, it's not going to set you up for the day, and you're going to be hungry in about 20 minutes, but I don't care. So, um, I mean, that's, uh, that's not, really, not really a parenting tip there, Adrian, but if you could um, just, I know you, the milk is obviously an issue for you guys. but uh, um, the, what, one, the one
1: thing the one thing I would say that I've noticed between the two of them is they haven't started doing any of that yet, Ger, and there's no chance of it happen anytime soon. Um, your man has started to, so the odd occasion that, obviously, there was one point in the week that I lost the rag in a way that I wasn't proud of myself at all. But on the odd occasion that I'd be, you know, sometimes you have to be a little bit sort of more forceful with them or whatever, or a bit like, play back up a little bit. And I've noticed that he now starts in, and I think I remember one of you guys talking about this previously, he kind of jumped in with the, oh, no, Annie didn't mean that, that it. and I'm like, all right, see what's going on here. I
3: see mm-hmm. what's happening
1: here. She did mean it, by the way. Um, Gang it up. Yeah, I've noticed, yeah, well, yeah, She like she'd fire something, she'd fling something across the room, she knew what's going on. And I'd be saying, are you not to do that? And uh, he's like, no, 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 that sort of behavior is fine. Obviously, just clearing the way so that when he goes to fling the same thing across the room a bit later, uh, everything's good with the world. Yeah. Nathan?
3: I think, uh, well, as uh, someone who's married to a teacher, while obviously there was great sadness of what was happening, the possibility of doing daily timetables and planners is something I think that seems to excite every teacher. Dear God, the effort that goes into the daily planner. So that was like day one. Day one. This is set in stone pretty much. That
1: goes into the Daily Planner.
3: Oh, it's brilliant. That doesn't it's that's brilliant. sound so like you're
1: complimenting your wife. No, there. no, no. I
3: 100% am. Like, it's... There's a... Uh, again, it's flexible. Like, there's no times on it. So it's... We will do things in this order and trying to build in as many breaks as possible. And again, because there are three different stages, the older lad has quite a bit of schoolwork. The younger lad has little bits of schoolwork and gets that done and then tries to go out the back and play biggest problem with him is he, he, he doesn't like playing by himself at all. He wants his brother with him, or obviously he wants his mates with him, which means when he's by himself, it's like just pulling and dragging out of you all day. Like, Come on, please. If there's one thing we need to teach him between now and the end of this, it's to be able to just go out the back and kick the ball by himself. Yeah. He just wants to be tackling someone all the time. Be a and... loner,
1: son. Be, <laughs> be alone. Yeah,
3: Exactly. Uh, the uh, the 18-month, 18-month uh, I think, just thinks this is the greatest time of her life. Like, yeah. Everybody is at home. All day, every day, but same thing, they're doing little exercise things. There's a girl in the local Lego club who sends out a Lego task every morning, so they like literally wake up and that's the first thing they want to see. And then at lunchtime, they'll go and they'll build that and they'll WhatsApp in their picture and she'll reply and tell them they're great and it makes their afternoon. Uh, so there's quite a bit of that. Getting out every day, playing a bit of football, uh, trying to restrict screen time, but not very successfully. Yeah. And that's also difficult because the oldest lads does everything on um, laptop most of their schoolwork is through a laptop so right. it's, it is difficult enough
0: uh, best piece of advice i heard was um was it shay serrano talking to uh, bill simmons was um to any young men out there who are quarantined with your uh, significant other don't get bored and engaged because you were bored <laughs> like, <laughs> an, an excellent piece of advice no, uh, no quick engagements, which are just like, oh, you know, you've talked your way through all the fights and all the good times and all the bad times, and you come out the other end of it and you go, oh, why don't we just get married? A little bit like um, what happens in The Sopranos. And um, the other thing, which has just gone completely out of my head, Jesus Christ, I'm, uh, it's the, the nappy brain. <laughs>
1: I've got nothing. Come on, Jar, We can work through this. i got. No, I don't think we
0: can. I don't think we can. There was something else which I was yeah. going to say, which was uh, which was going to wrap us up nicely there. But how often are we going to commit to doing this? Because uh, we've been like legitimately, people have asked for this as some kind of weird public service, and um, I think we should do it. But uh, it's just trying to get everybody organised to actually do it. Can I, I think we, on, need uh, a, we
3: need we need our listeners to send in their from? twenty minute tips.
0: Twenty minute I tips. Got- yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah. we'll take all of those and
1: hit us up like hit us up left, right and centre on Twitter or Facebook wherever it is you're watching us with all of those little bits and pieces uh, constantly because I I will, for one will definitely eat them up but I'm going to quote Ronan Aguirre from 2 AM this morning he was talking about DadCast I mean it's reached that level of popularity he said that we need to get on this in a big way that sales will be through the roof so I mean there should be no other reason to go on this <laughs>
3: Let's put uh, a bit of planning into the next one
0: Yeah, yeah and <laughs> any planning would be uh, I mean it would be a significant diversion from how we did this in the past but uh, well, look, it's good to talk to you and I hope you're all doing all right. Like, um, legitimately, normally I'm like, I wish you well, but I don't really. But now I, <laughs> now I actually do. I wish you all yeah. I wish you all very well. And, um, yeah, Dave, what are you cooking for your family tonight? Because uh, every time, every single meal that we've thought was like a safe staple, at least I'll get some food into them this time. They've been like, no, nah. ah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, well, I know 100% that I'm going to leave the room here and I'm going to walk out to two plates with, the same amount of food on it as I left half an hour ago. There's no question that's going to be the case. But I'm trying to get their dinner into them now because it just takes a bit of pressure off them later. uh, some mashed potatoes, some chicken and some beans as well. I hope they're eating about 10 metres from me at the moment. But um, look, um, my big tip before we go, there should be two two parts of the day that are for outdoors. Get them out of the house for two hours a day on two different occasions. Let the screens happen in the morning and the night time. And the rest of the time should just be spent playing, building, wrestling, eating, sleeping and kicking something around, whether it's your little brother or a football. You'll get through from one end of the day to the next and the weeks are rolling to the next. And Sunday will come through all of this and all the Dadcast listeners, they just need to hang on in there.
0: Right. First Coronavirus Dadcast is in the books. uh, We'll see you next week because it's Friday. We definitely will see you next week and hopefully twice next week. Best of luck. Cheers.